Spring turkey season is upon us, and don't be caught out in the woods without having Onyx Hunt on your phone. One feature Onyx has that is often overlooked for turkey hunting is their recent imagery filter with their Elite memberships. This imagery is updated week to week, and it comes in extremely handy, especially when you're trying to find these gobble zones where these turkeys will go out in a high spot on a fresh clear cut and strut around all day long. Actually, I was just looking at it on Onyx where, where the timber company just came into Andrew's club and did a very small clear cut along this creek, and I can see the high spots on the topographical map, but also I can see exactly where they mulch, and those are going to be hot spots for finding gobblers, especially mid-morning after they get off their hens, getting up on these little high spots in this fresh, small clear cut along the creek and strutting and gobbling all day long. If you want to give Onyx a try, you can actually download it for free, try it for seven days, and if you decide to purchase, you can use the promo code SOUTHERN and save on your premium and elite memberships. So go into this turkey season, know where you stand with Onyx. Well, guys, we have some exciting news for you from Vortex about their brand new eyewear, their Banshee and Jackal sunglasses. Me and Andrew have had these for a few weeks now, right before the release, and we've been extremely impressed. They're awesome glasses, guys. And listen, if you're needing some new sunglasses, not only do they have the VIP warranty, but they're tough as crap, guys. Uh, Scratch-resistant eyewear, uh, it's extremely important. And also, they have safety features as well. So when you're out shooting at the range, again, these are rated glasses, so you are going to be more than protected when you're at the range. But they also look fantastic when you're out around town. So right now, Vortex has some special pricing on their website, which is vortexoptics.com for the new eye wear but also if you use the code southern20 you get to save even more on this special pricing for right now at vortexoptics.com again check out the new eyewear from vortexoptics.com and use the promo code southern20 to save on their brand new eyewear hey everybody this is kyle v host of the ozark podcast if you like the southern outdoorsman podcast we have a show for you we sit down with local outdoorsmen of Arkansas, Missouri, and Oklahoma to talk all things hunting, fishing, conservation, history, and culture in the Ozark Mountains region. Just like the outdoorsmen who live here, we follow the seasons and interview regional experts to discuss the pursuits of hunting turkeys, bears, and whitetail, as well as the science behind their conservation. Join me and my co-host Kyle Plunkett every Wednesday, and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. All right, what's going on, guys? I hope you are having an excellent day. Uh, today is the 15th of November. It's getting really, really good up here in Tennessee. Uh, we're going to be talking to a couple different guys today, kind of get an idea of what's going on in their area. Um, you know, we're going to be covering Arkansas today, which I'm actually kind of excited about, uh, and also Tennessee. Uh, but, anyways, I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. This is episode number 10 of the Buck Report. Also, make sure you are of course, already subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you leave us a review if you really like it. Of course, make sure you guys are also subscribed to the YouTube channel. Uh, we're always doing cool things with the YouTube channel, dropping different videos. Also, our next giveaway we'll be doing is going to be on YouTube. So make sure you already subscribe to us because uh, you're going to be entered to win our next giveaway if you're already a subscriber. So make sure you're doing that, guys. Also, make sure you follow us and like us both on Instagram and Facebook. And with that all being said, let's get right into this week's episode of the Buck Report. All right, guys. And first on the line, we have our buddy Michael Tibbin on. Michael, how you doing, dude? Man, doing great, Jacob. How you doing, dude? Doing excellent. Uh, appreciate you making a little time for us. Uh, real quick, give us a little rundown, Michael, 
of really where you are from when it comes to the state of Arkansas. Yeah, so I'm actually, uh, my wife and I, we reside in the northwest corner of the state, a little small town called Bella Vista. Um, it's actually right on the Missouri border, close to Jane. So it's, it's a very, very small town um, located just north of Bentonville. Uh, so we're, we're up here in the northwest corner, um, kind of hilly terrain, and uh, um, in my mind, one of, the, one of the best parts of the state to live in. Awesome, man. Well, I, I got to ask, are you a, you a Razorback fan? Man, that's actually why I moved up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, man. Talk to you a bit closer to the game. No, I hear that, man. Well, God bless you guys. Hopefully, y'all are going to have a better season football next year. Uh, hey, get... man, it, it can only go up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, let's jump straight into it, brother. Um, you know, right off the bat, you know, we spoke a little bit before we started recording about, you know, kind of some of uh, some of how much have you been able to go hunt out there right now. Uh, what activity and sign have you been seeing popping up lately? Yeah, so um, I, I was fortunate enough last year to actually have some uh, some information um, about some deer in the area, had some trail cam footage and um, and, and uh, pictures as well. So I already kind of kind of had the area in mind that I was going to target this year. Um, so I didn't really do a lot of like uh, impact scouting at all um, before I went in. I kind of had an, an area in mind, some trees marked. So whenever I went in uh, this year, I just went directly to those spots. Um, and, uh, first sit in, um, I actually saw, uh, 19 deer, um, but, uh, but the, uh, the actual sign itself that I've been seeing pop up recently, uh, has been a lot of fresh rubs, large fresh rubs on, um, on hardwood trees. Um, the trails have really been heating up. I've, 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 the area I'm in right now probably haven't seen that many trails that have been that hot in quite a while, um. And, uh, and and lots, of course, of uh, you know beds and, and droppings as well. So um, so just just a lot of uh, not not too many scrapes this year, to be honest with you. Though I, it's uh, kind of odd, um, kind of odd year for scrapes for me. But um, a lot of rubs and uh, a lot of other general signs. All right, and you know that's kind of funny. You said that uh, another listener of the podcast actually told me the same thing <clears throat> in his area where he hunts. Normally this time of year it, it'd be torn up with scrapes and has gone in there and hasn't found a single scrape yet, which is kind of interesting to say the least of maybe what the deer are doing or whether or not they've kind of, some of those bigger deer have maybe moved on or whatever's happening. But, you know, kind of jumping to the second question, you know, your last couple of sits you've had out there, you know, are you seeing a lot more, you know, right now it's the 15th of November. I mean, are you seeing, you know, bucks right now cruising pretty hard or, or what, what do you think right now in the stage of the rut in your area, really, what are these bucks doing right now? Yeah, so I, I would say mature deer right now are—they've uh, they've moved on to lockdown, um, at least in the spots that I've been concentrating on. Um, I'd like to say I've been—I've been fortunate to have several sits, and uh, leading up to these last couple days, uh, it's just—it's just, movement's been on fire. I actually had—I um, had five bucks chasing one doe the other day on uh, on my first sit in uh, to this target area that I was—I was looking at. Um, and like I say, any, it ranged anywhere from you know a spike all the way up to biggest I saw was about 125 inch eight point, uh, and that's just rough guess. But um, but like I say, I was about 80 to 100 yards out of the game to be you know be up there where I needed to be. But um, got great activity, great movement. Saw like I say, saw 19 deer that first sit in. Um, uh, gave it a little bit of a break just because uh, I knew the pressure would be heating up for the weekend. So. 
uh, went back in early part of this week, actually a couple days ago, and and pulled a uh, pulled a midday sit and saw wound up seeing nine deer, but the movement was slower. Um, they were not uh, as as chasing as they were. The smaller bucks that I saw were um, on cruise mode. Um, trying to be, I assume, in between does and trying to find their own doe of their own because I assume they probably didn't have a lot of, you know, a lot of activity with lockdown. But um, but I didn't see any big deer, no no big mature deer. Um, everything was, like I say, I assume locked down with the doe. But um, I'm going back in tomorrow. I'm going to try to do a dark-to-dark sit and, uh, and just have really, really high expectations for this location based on the sign I saw on my way out from a couple days ago and, and just just having the feeling that they're they're locked down currently, they'll be should be actively seeking um, in the next day or so. All right, perfect. And you know, you hit on deer activity right now that you know is kind of in between. You know, from you know, a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, you're seeing a lot of deer. And now it's kind of you know a little slower. But you know, we just had a pretty good snow front push through. I know it came through your area. It it barely touched Nashville over here. You know, ha- has the weather lately affected either the way you're hunting? and or you think it's affecting any of the deer activity that you've been seeing lately? Yeah, so in my area, we've actually been really fortunate with the weather. Um, I feel like the weather has impacted uh, our area pretty greatly, um, uh, surprisingly, just, just because we, we didn't experience much of a, of a lull this year. Um, this was the first year that I really 100% noticed that, that you know the lull wasn't as effective um, in this area just based on um, you know, cold front that we had come through middle of October, um, and, and it was just, uh, I, overall, deer activity has been great um, in, in my area that I've been seeing. Um, I tell you what's probably affected more than anything has been has been the food sources. Um, you know, we, we are very, very low as far as mass crop of, of um, acorns goes. Uh, we just do not have the amount of acorns that we usually have, and I feel like that's why I didn't see much uh, scrape activity this year. I feel like deer were, you know, conserving that energy more, looking for food sources and preparing for the, you know, for the chase phase than and seeking phase than what they were um, actually, you know, burning it up on running scrape lines this year. Um, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of deer taken, especially um, you know back home in north central Arkansas. Um, a lot of those have been uh, very skinny, um, very lacking fat. And, um, and so, you know, it just, it just further, further um, reiterates what I think, um, you know, they, they didn't really concentrate much on, on scrape lines and, and, you know, food sources will be key late. Um, you know, I, I even, I've even saw um, several deer um, were feeding the other day, um, you know, just like every time they're trying to get a chance to not be chased or, or, you know, they have a chance to put some food in their mouth. That's what they're doing, trying to, you know, Get, get ready for the winter so um so i would say more more so food sources um have been more of a key than than weather lately i would say okay now you know you're talking about food sources and, and talking about the lack of you know acorn crop this year you know it's, it's kind of break down you know we got a couple minutes to talk about this let's kind of break down a little bit of uh your hunting tactics for you know this mid-november what are you doing especially like what you're going to do tomorrow you know, what kind of area are you going into trying to target some of these bucks? I mean, are you trying to focus on, you know, doe bedding areas? Are you trying to focus on, fe- like, food sources? Uh, what, what are you looking for right now to try to go in and find one of these big deer? Yeah, so right now, um, the area I'm hunting, it's it's actually got 
a, a pretty significant amount of food in it, um, and not acorn food like say it's uh, um, a lot of natural browse, I would say. Um, so my the key for my success, especially in the next few days, is going to be uh, concentrating on thick cover, um, trying to stay as close as I can to what I feel will be you know Bucks Core area and and um, and, and doe bedding areas. I've been like I say I've been fortunate enough to see several several does in the area. Um, uh, recently, and so I'm really concentrating on trying to stay as close to those groups of does as I can. A lot of does still had yearlings um, the other day, so uh, so that tells me that you know they're they're they either haven't come in yet or they haven't been pressured uh, run off yet. So that's really what I've been concentrating on mostly because um, there's a lot of good transition points in this area. Um, it actually goes open timber to uh, really thick CRP over my head. I'm I'm six two, and and a lot of the CRP goes, I would say, close to seven foot. Um, so a lot of uh, really thick cover. I've just been trying to hunt the edges of that, and um, actually overlooking out into the CRP a little bit. So um, so that's been my key to success is really trying to find as as fresh of sign as I can, um, as fresh of beds as I can, and and even you know seeing deer moving in and out of of cover. Um, that's what I've been concentrating on, and that's that's what I'll concentrate on tomorrow. All right, perfect, Michael. Well, man, I, I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you also listening to the podcast. Uh, it's awesome to have a listener on. And uh, again, like I told you earlier, you know, it's a group effort. It's not just me and Andrew that makes this thing happen. It's all of our listeners that uh, you know, kind of drive us to keep doing it, man. So uh, we appreciate you coming on, making some time for us, and dude, good luck tomorrow. I hope you can uh, get one of these big deer on the ground. Hey man, I appreciate it. I got. I'm a huge fan of the show. Um, I do have one request though, real quick. I need to give a shout out. Um, shout out to my buddy CJ Sharp up in Ohio. He's going for uh, his first good buck. So good luck, CJ. Hope you have. Hope you slay a biggin', man. Awesome. Good luck, CJ. We appreciate it. All right, guys. And next on the line, we have the one, the only, the infamous Andrew Maxwell. Andrew, what's going on? Uh, struggling. Struggling. Andrew's on the struggle bus, guys. You'll hear about that probably on Monday's episode. But, actually, you might, might hear it a little bit tonight. We'll see. <laughs> dude, let's ju- dude, let's jump straight into it. I know you've been hunting uh, quite a bit lately with your SOA hunt, uh, along with going out to another uh, management, or another piece of public land. Um, dude, you know, up until this point, what kind of deer activity are you seeing in those areas, you know, the rut's definitely not happening uh, in your part of Alabama. But what what kind of buck activity, buck sign have you been seeing lately in those areas? Uh, it's pretty much just like your regular kind of feed patterns, you know. I've been seeing most of them on taller ridges, feeding on acorns, just kind of cruising around pretty much all day with these weather conditions we've been having. But it's been especially good in the afternoons. But uh, as far as like scrapes, not seeing anything, not seeing rubs, just straight like feed trees. All right. Now, you know, with the feed trees being kind of an important thing, you know, is food right now pretty much the biggest factor for you trying to find deer and get on deer, just finding the hot food source? Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, you know, 
You said, you know, Derek Tiffany's been, you know, really good lately. You know, again, is that pretty much from what you're thinking? Is this is colder temperatures or, you know, what's the, the main factor with that right now? Yeah, I'd definitely probably say it's the colder temperatures. And uh, I've, I've also been hunting a place with like a really high deer density. So that probably helps a good bit. Yeah, but we've a- been seeing, like this morning, uh, me and three other guys were out there. And between. The three, I think that, uh, let's see, I saw probably six deer, or no, like nine deer or something like that. I can't remember. I saw a whole bunch of deer, and then I know that the other people we were with saw like 15. And uh, they were pretty much moving from like 7.30 on up to like 10 o'clock. I mean, just all morning, moving great. And how did that hunt go? Uh, who was able to harvest deer, and how did that all play out? Uh, my buddy Kyle shot a doe, uh, which was nice. I still hunted around and shot at a doe. Was that his first doe by the by any chance? Or no? Okay, I don't know. For, for some reason, the way he posted on Facebook made me kind of think that. Um, okay, well, you know, it has the right now are the bucks in your opinion? Are they still kind of grouped up right now? Are they starting to separate and start kind of breaking out and doing their thing for this fall with, you know, opening up any kind of scrapes right now? Uh, no, I don't think they're really breaking up yet in most areas. Like today, uh, in that group of deer that I stalked up on, it was like a, a couple does with a, a buck with them. So, I mean, they're, they're just kind of doing whatever right now, I feel like. They're just all hanging out, eating. The ruts still, I mean, like, two months out or something in that particular area so they're they're definitely just kind of we're in that weird position now throughout most of the south where it's like winter time and you know we're hunting these like winter food sources but it's not the rut so they're still kind of on like a like a bed to food type pattern it's just kind of like this weird awkward time where you're just like you got two months of straight up hunting food sources and you got bucks that are still bachelored up. You got bucks that are loners. You got bucks that are run with a bunch of does. You know, it's, it's just kind of random, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of crazy after talking to Michael, you know, how different everything is from, you know, Northern Arkansas down to, you know, Oh, LA, lower Alabama. So that, I mean, that's, that's kind of cool. Now talk about real quickly about the other property you were hunting. You said the rut was kind of already kind of kicking in for that spot, right? Yeah, so the place I went this afternoon the, is one of the few areas in Alabama where the rut's actually starting up right now. And, uh, yeah, I just I kind of bounced around in there a little bit till I found some uh, hot sun. Didn't really see much for deer activity this afternoon. I think it's kind of tapering off. I think it will be tapering off, like, the day this drops, so Friday. Um, I don't think the deer movement will be all that great, so I'm, I'm going to kind of take off tomorrow, get work done and everything. And then Saturday, I think that they'll move pretty good when when we get, like, kind of that little warm snap coming back, at least throughout most of Alabama. I think that they'll, they'll move pretty good. But today at that place, all I saw was, like, one fawn doe by herself and uh, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, you were, you were all over the people, man. Uh, well, give us a little rundown. What is your – tactic for right now if, if you're just trying to get on deer especially you know talking we're talking publicly in here 
you know, what are you trying to focus in on, other, you know, with food sources? What are you trying to do to be able to find deer, to be able to harvest a deer right now? Uh, since you are, you are not on the board yet, bud. Dude, I'm <laughs> So, uh, yeah, right now I'm actually on Google Earth looking around at where me and JT and Zach are going to go on Saturday. And I'm kind of just focusing in on uh, kind of tighter areas that hold a lot of food that are close to bedding. So in this particular case, like what I'm looking at right now, I've got uh, a SMZ, which is stream management zone. Which, you know, it's that typical finger hardwoods going through planted pines, and you've got you know a ton of hardwoods on these ridges, and then you've got you know like a three-year-old cutover that butts up to like a twelve-year-old cutover, uh, with the SMZ running through it. So you got three different habitat edges. That SMZ with all those oaks should have quite a bit of acorns in it. And plus you got just tons and tons of good bedding cover. So my my gut tells me that there's probably going to be like a pretty good concentration of deer in that area just with a, you know, how diverse the habitat is and how, how much edge there is there. Plus, plus all the acorns. And, you know, this big winding creek has a, a lot of good pinch points on it. This particular area has... You know, a few bluffs, little rock outcroppings that'll funnel them. So I think our strategy for this weekend is just going to be to kind of push up into one of these areas, you know, cl- reasonably close to bedding and just set up on a good feed tree and see what happens. Very nice. I love it. Yeah, dude, we got to gotta let you uh, sling some sling, sling some lead with a muzzleloader or an arrow or two. So. Dude, uh, I don't know. This is like this has been my worst year so far. Well, well hey, this uh this weekend are y'all hunting the SOA or management area? Management area, SOA hunts over. Oh, dude, dang, that's yeah. What? Yeah, you, that's what? why I'm all bummed. That's why I sound depressed and making everybody sad. Dude, your chance at 150 just went away. Oh man, that hurts. <laughs> I'll, I'll just go find another. You go find another. Okay. Awesome. All right, cool. All right, man. Well, appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, good luck for you this weekend. Maybe, uh, guys, if you check stakes, check the uh, Instagram story, maybe you'll see Andrew with a, with a big deer. I don't know. Every time you say that, every time you said you're going to go kill something, you get absolutely skunked. So I'll probably want to say much if I was you. Dude, I just, I don't even know what to think. I'm just ready for turkey season. No. I'm so, I'm so fed up with deer. Dude, you're crazy. You're crazy, man. Yeah, no, next next time you come up here, I'm not allowing you to say anything about killing any kind of deer. Because, dude, <laughs> you jinx us, man. You jinx us. Awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we appreciate it for this week's episode. Make sure you stay tuned for the Instagram account. Anything that might be going on this weekend, you will see it there. Along, make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. And, of course, follow along with us on Facebook. And also make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Not YouTube. Well, YouTube with the YouTube channel. But um, either iTunes or whatever platform you listen to us on, make sure you subscribe to it. And share it with your friends, guys. With that being said, stay safe this weekend and have fun. Look, last summer, y'all heard us talk a bunch about the Mobile Hunters Expo. It was an incredible event. A bunch of you guys came out to meet us. We got to talk to, I don't even know how many listeners. If you heard all that last year and you were like, dang, that sounded cool, I should have went to that. Here's your chance. You need to make it to this one. 
It's June 28th through June 30th in Dalton, Georgia. All right. Giving you a heads up here. So go ahead and mark it on your calendar. June 28th through June 30th, Dalton, Georgia is going to be the 2024 Mobile Hunters Expo. We're going to be there. A bunch of our past podcast guests are going to be there. There's going to be seminars. All of the mobile hunting companies are going to be there for you to try out gear before you buy it. It's like the one event of the year where all of the the like the mobile hunter ecosystem just kind of congregates in one place. And Chris and Josh and the guys have done an absolutely phenomenal job putting this thing together over the last couple years. And it keeps getting better every year. So like I said, make sure you come see us. We're going to have a gigantic stack of free stickers to give away to every listener that stops by the booth. And we're going to have merch there to purchase. We're going to be recording podcasts, shooting videos, all kinds of stuff. So like I said, don't miss it. You can head on over to the mobilehuntersexpo.com to look at show schedules and dates and go ahead and grab your tickets. So y'all go check it out at the mobilehuntersexpo.com.